Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. What is going on? Good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you on this Thursday. Our buddy Ross Tucker is longtime former NFL player. He's the host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It's really, really good. You can get that subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can check him out on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. And he's one of the folks behind my front page story. Uh, com, which is a great gift any time of year for somebody you care about. It's very, very cool. I'm sure we'll talk about it. Mr. Tucker, good morning. Happy Thursday. What's up, dude? What's up, man? I'm uh, I'm fired up. I'm doing another NFL game for CBS this week. I'll head out to, to Arizona a little bit later in the day. I got the Ravens-Cardinals on Sunday. And, man, I, I've watched the game twice now, Bill. I don't think there's a team that's played a better game this year than what the Ravens did to the Lions. I mean, the Lions came into that one having won four games in a row by 14 points or more. In the NFL, like, that doesn't happen. And so for the Ravens, I mean, it's 35 nothing. I live in Pennsylvania, Bill. If it's 35 nothing in a high school game, they go to a running clock. It's called, <laughs> it's called, it's called the mercy rule. So the Ravens mercy ruled the Lions last week which is amazing, and what's really crazy about it is they're getting it done on both sides of the ball. I mean, this new offense with Todd Munkin, who came over from Georgia, the the Ravens really are starting to click in that thing, and Lamar looks fantastic. I mean, Lamar, at the current odds right now, I think he's as good of a MVP candidate as there is right now. And then conversely on defense, I mean, they lead the NFL in sacks. They lead the NFL in points per game allowed. I, I just think that – I think it's because they, they found a way to lose those two games early to the Colts and the Steelers. That, by the way, they, they were the better team. They should have won those games. They just blew them at the end. But I think because of that, the Ravens are kind of under the radar. But right now, to me, they look like they're pretty much as good as anybody. Certainly the way they played against the Lions, they are. I love that perspective. And, Ross, full disclosure, I have certainly – not giving them their credit, their due. I have been, I don't know, skeptical at the level you're talking about, and they proved over the weekend is certainly an accurate description of my just sort of underestimating the level that they're at. When you watch that game and just pairing that with what you know about the Lions as you prepare for for your, your, your game on CBS this weekend, do you think that's just Detroit running into a buzzsaw, or is there anything about the Lions that make you worry that maybe they're a little more fallible than we thought they were going to be? 
I'm not going to go there yet. I think it was just a one-game thing, and I would expect them to come out and hammer the Raiders on Monday night. You know, I, I, I can't remember very many home Monday night games or home primetime games for the Lions. I think they recognize that it's a pretty cool, unique opportunity, and their fans are going to be going crazy. And that's the thing. Like, whether you lose by one point or you lose by 30, it's still only one loss, and ultimately – in January, nobody's saying, yeah, but you remember in October when they lost by 30? I mean, nobody cares, right? You get to the point where nobody really cares at that point. I think the Lions are still very good. I think if anything surprised me about it, it would just be that the Ravens got the better of the Lions seemingly up front on both sides of the ball. That surprised me a little bit because I thought that was one of the Lions' calling cards. Ross Tucker here on the show. Ross, we um, we, I hate the term must-win games, seven or eight or even 15 weeks into a season. So we, we were trying to figure out better terms for tonight's Thursday night football game for the Bills. Uh, people, we got can't lose. We got, I think this is a good urgent care game. I think they send you home or send you the hospital pivotal game, home game, hot seat game, whatever the hell you want to call it. How confident are you, because they're big favorites, that Buffalo at home against a, what's the right term, feisty Tampa Bay team this year. How confident are you the Bills are going to just Go in at home, take care of business, and make sure that they are heading in the right direction in terms of being above 500. The urgent care game, that's hilarious. It's I good, never right? heard that before. I might it's have good. to use that. Can't lose is too close to must win, but I understand where you're coming from. Because you're right. I mean, it, it's going to get ugly in Buffalo if they lost this game tonight. And I think they'll win just because I think, you know, Josh Allen against Baker Mayfield, I think they're talented. But – I don't know that you could have a lot of faith that they would win for sure if you're just basing on watching the last few games. I mean, they were terrible in that game uh, against uh, Jacksonville across the pond. And then even the Giants game, I called that game last Sunday night. They, They were extremely, or two Sunday nights ago, extremely fortunate to win that game. I mean, the Giants kind of blew it at the end of both halves. Otherwise, the Bills would have lost at home to the Giants. And then to go to New England, and probably the most concerning thing, Bill, it's both sides of the ball. I mean, on offense, they're starting slow. They're not playing very well. And then on defense, they let Mac Jones have by far his best game of the year. I mean, it's one thing if it's one side of the ball and you feel like you got to get that one side fixed and maybe at the trade deadline they can add a piece or whatever. It's kind of a totally different animal when it's both sides of the ball at the same time. And so I expect tonight's game to be close. I think it's going to be a barn burner. You're right. You know, the, the Bucks just kind of hang around. I didn't think they played very well against Atlanta. They were fortunate to be around. Desmond Ritter had three fumbles inside the 15-yard line. Other than, uh, otherwise, the Bucks probably lose by two scores at home. But I still think, you know, the Bucks because of the way their defense is played, they'll find a way to stay in that thing. I, by the way, shout out to Adrian in Maryland who came up with urgency care game. It's a good one. Even Ross Tucker likes it. Ross Tucker here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Ross, it, it looks like it's not it's not a lock, but it looks like Sam Darnold is going to start Sunday for the Niners against the Bengals. Brock Purdy is in concussion protocol, and nobody, as I understand it, that's ever been in concussion protocol at this stage has actually gone on to to start. So, it, for you, based on how the Niners have played lately, whatever's going on with Purdy. What is the level, if any, of concern for, for the Niners? Are, it, it, would you be worried, and the Bengals are playing better football, would you, be, would you be worried if you were a Niners fan? 
little bit. A little bit because, you know, you can have a one-game blip on the radar screen at Cleveland, really good defense, bad weather, and even all, with all of that, you know, you get banged up, McCaffrey gets hurt, Trent Williams gets hurt, Debo gets hurt. And even with all that being the case, Purdy still marches them down the field at the end of the game for, you know, what in the NFL is a chip shot field goal and the rookie kicker Moody misses it. So as a Niners fan, that one's kind of easy to justify. The Vikings won Monday night a little bit different because even if you say Purdy was playing well till he evidently got concussed, what's up with the defense? I mean, you know, I know Debo was out and Trent Williams was out. Those guys don't play on defense. Kirk Cousins, without Justin Jefferson, by the way, really made that defense look bad. I mean, Kirk Cousins was fantastic in a primetime game against your defense. So if I'm a Niners fan, I'm a little bit perplexed by that part of it. I'll say this, you know, I'm not happy and never am when a player gets hurt, Bill, but I'm really looking forward to seeing Darnold in this offense. I mean, this is like the science experiment that we all always kind of wanted to see. Okay, Darnold has some ability. How would he look in Shanahan's offense? We're going to get a chance, at least for one week, it seems like, to see it. Dude, that is such – yeah, It's you're right. It's such an interesting point. It makes me – I mean, it's amazing to me, poor Trey Lance, right? Like – if Darnold can be good or great in this offense, it's another indictment on that on that poor kid. This is a little far afield, but you made me think of it. Is there a legitimate route back for he's what a backup's backup in in Dallas? How, how does a guy like Trey Lance drafted, if I remember right, Ross, I think three overall? How does he find his way back to even remotely approaching where he was supposed to be? It's not going to be easy. Um... Honestly, he needs to play really well next preseason. He probably needs to get traded somewhere or be somewhere where he's a number two. And then he needs the guy in front of him to either get hurt or falter. Because I I think we're past the point where a team would bring Trey Lance in as their starter. And I think we're probably even past the point where they would feel good enough about him to have him compete for a starting job because of the fact that it seems like everybody other than him plays pretty well in Kyle Shanahan's offense, that's, that's a real bad look for Trey Lance. And so it's either someone who's really patient and develops him, and maybe that's what the Cowboys are doing as number three. But still, to your point, it's fine. let's say the Cowboys are developing him fantastically. Well, that's great, but he still needs to – show other people somehow that somebody else gives him that opportunity. Maybe it ends up being Dallas. I doubt it. But somebody else gives him that opportunity. And the reality is most guys, you know, sometimes first and second round picks usually start because of where they're drafted. Other than that, unless you have like a ridiculous preseason, you don't really play until the guy in front of you gets hurt or plays terrible and they give you a chance. I mean, that's how – I had three years in a row where I didn't start the opener, but at some point the guy in front of me either got hurt or played badly and they put me in and I stayed in for the rest of the year. And that's kind of the way it is in the NFL. Ross Tucker here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder. Ross, uh, Brown-Seahawks I, I think is a really interesting game. We're, we're not going to see Deshaun Watson. It'll be P.J. Uh, Walker again. What needs to happen? Like, if, if, this, if Seattle wins this game and they're at home and they are, I think, three-and-a-half-point favorites, they're, they're favored. If they win this game, and, and given some of the things we've talked about with the Niners, 
At what point do we start to really take them seriously at a minimum in, in that division as possible division winners? I think if they win this game Sunday, yeah. I mean, they got a really good team. You know, that that loss that they took in week one of the Rams, I think they just got surprised by Puka Nakua and Stafford. And the only other loss was in Cincinnati when they were clearly the better team. I mean, I don't know if it was three or four times they had first and goal and came away with like three points to show for it. They had a couple fourth downs where they didn't get it. Um, they had a turnover. I mean, it was a disaster, but they were the better team than the Bengals the last time the Bengals took the field. Seahawks are really good. I mean, they, they won Sunday against Arizona. They were minus three turnover ratio, and they still won the game. They got a really good team. That corner, Devin Witherspoon, is awesome. That rookie corner, like, awesome. You know, I thought it would be a runaway for the Eagles' Jalen Carter as the rookie of the year on defense, but Witherspoon's going to give him a run for his money. He is a fantastic football player. I love watching him play. I don't say that very often about corners, but, gosh, that kid will hit you. Uh, I don't know what they do in Seattle, but they know how to draft certain positions, that's for sure. Ross Tucker just crushing it here on the show. It's why you're going to be hearing him on Big CBS doing games and why he can help you not be like me because I swear to God, every single Christmas, it is the 24th of December, and I do not have a present for the people that I love. And I am one of those sad folks at Target looking for something that is in one of those picked-over bins, and I know I'm a bad person. Here's how you fix it. MyFrontPageStory.com. You can just do it, like, right now. You can just get ahead of it. Uh, Ross, for people that don't know, what is my front page story, and why can this make people like me look like more considerate husbands than I might actually be? Well, listen, that's the thing, right, is just get it done now. Knock it out. We're two months from Christmas. It takes a couple of weeks for them to write the story about your wife or your mom or whoever you want to get the story for. So just go to myfrontpagestory.com. Either fill out like a really quick email, four or five questions, or you talk to one of the writers on the phone for like 10 minutes. Tell them how great your wife is, how much she does around, you know, for the family and, and everything. They write this unbelievable story. You send them a couple pictures. It's framed. It looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. It's her and you and her and the kids. And when she reads your quotes, like, man, I just never thank her enough for all the little things she does for us, she will cry, dude. Like, I've seen, I've seen probably, at this point, 50-some videos of women crying when they get these stories. And then they send us pictures of them hanging up in their house. That's, a, that's the key to me. It's like, it's the gift that keeps on giving because then they hang it up in the house forever. Myfrontpagestory.com. Trust me, fellas. Myfrontpagestory.com. Uh, Ross Tucker on the old X Twitter thing, whatever it's called, at Ross Tucker NFL. Ross, bro, you're so good at this. I love having you on. Thanks again for uh, for making the show better. Of course. Anytime, Bill. Thank you. Thank you, pal. Ross Tucker, dude, is so good. Good guy, talented guy. I'm, I'm asking you an honest question, Tom. I want pretty daddy. I want a real answer, not a snarky. I don't know. Mumble. Ready? Why you, would you think I would do that? Because I've seen it a thousand times. If I were to get you a my front page story, but it were instead of, you know, how great you are, it was like pretty daddy and muscle con, whatever. The stuff that, like, Tom. All of that. All of that. Would you hang it up in your house? No way. Come on, really? No, but I do have one hanging up in my house because I got it two years ago for my wife. What? Yeah, real customer right here. How come you've never... You're great. Well, how come you've never brought that up before? I've said it to Ross. Cool, I'm not psychic. 
I I think I mentioned it to you. I had you to. Have. Never told me. Did she cry? She got like weepy. It wasn't like streaming down her face, but it is hanging up in our house. So you could put it next to it. I don't think that's the right vibe. Oh come! On. You really wouldn't hang it up if I if I got it for you. If you made fun of me in a newspaper article, no, I wouldn't make fun of you. It would be like our special camaraderie, forever encased in a beautiful gift. You making fun of me <laughs> in a newspaper article? So you, I'm not gonna. I was gonna do it. So you're not. You wouldn't hang it up, is what you're saying? No, no chance. Hang no it up way. in the bathroom? <laughs> no, no way. All right, really, 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 I'm really, tell- really. I, I'm telling on you with Ross next. Can you book him for tomorrow? I'm gonna tell on you. We got Nick Cazos tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Well, how's buy or sell? What we got going there, Tom? Are you going to tell me? You know what? No, I'm not. All right. Surprise buy or sell from the petulant pretty daddy coming up here on the show after we get a seat. Well, no, we don't. But that's, that's in 15 minutes. You totally thrown me, Tom. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad you caught it because I was like, yeah. Good at radio. By the, the update. By the way, yesterday, yesterday, like on this same, like, what are you talking? I was, I was picking up my kid from school and I bumped into a dad who's obviously like not a weirdo. And I'm like, man, what's going on? Oh. Thank God it's Thursday, huh? And there's this, he's from England. He paused, he goes, <laughs> it's Wednesday. He didn't say idiot, but he did with his eyes. Yesterday like, was oh, hump day, right. man. <laughs> it was hump day. I'm a, I'm a hot mess. Whatever, there's buy sale coming up next year on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Writer Than You. I change my clothes sometimes at 3 p.m. There are times where I'll just, like, get up. Like, oh, I only wore that shirt for half the day. I can throw it on for the radio show. See, I don't do that with shirts. I do that I'll with jeans it. and khakis. Yeah, yeah, well, that's a different thing. You don't, you, don't, you don't wash jeans. What's the limit for you on jeans? I don't wash my jeans that much. Oh, okay. I don't know. Every month? Every month. I usually go at, like, the end of the week. I don't want them to shrink. On CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, my wife heard that the other day and goes, yeah, it ain't the jeans that are shrinking, honey. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. What is she implying? Every month is a lie. I don't do it that much. Jeans don't need to be washed. <laughs> I mean, they kind of do. Why? 
I mean, look, are you, are you gonna make me say this? Nah, I don't want you to say it. All right, I won't say it. Don't, don't say it. Okay. What kind of an aquatic bird am I? You figure that out yet? <laughs> You're a duck, man. You're Donald aquatic Duck. Aquatic animal. Uh, do not call. I don't like Donald Duck. Come on, man. What's wrong with I, Donald Duck? I do love DuckTales, though. Like, that show is awesome. What's wrong with Donald Duck? I mean, I don't know. He's fine. Again, he's fine. I don't, I don't even know. What, what do say. you like about Donald Duck? What is the overriding... He's Donald- funny. He gets all worked up all the time. He's he's always mad about something. God. Yeah, I got enough of that in my life. Uh, this portion—I'm talking about you, by the way. This portion—I oh, picked up on that. All right, this portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Can you imagine diesel tales like Ducktales? Walking through Manhattan, no directions. Wow. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. Oh, boy. I'm going to pretend like none of that happened. Like, I didn't hear any of it. It's great when my own behavior makes me think about me of the line from Jerry Maguire. Jerry, you're hanging on by a very thin thread, and I dig that about you. (laughs) Bill, let's get to the NFL before you start singing DuckTales again. Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski said this yesterday in regards to Deshaun Watson not starting on Sunday against the Seahawks. PJ's going to start this week. Uh, Deshaun's going to focus on his rehab. Uh, I just feel like with what happened in the game, landing on his shoulder, uh, there's residual swelling that's affecting his throwing. I think it's the best thing uh, for him to uh, rest this week and focus on the rehab. And, you know, as I've told you guys, I will always uh, make what I think are the best decisions for our football team, for Deshaun, uh, and I feel like this is the best decision uh, for this week. Sunday will be the third full game that Watson has missed this season. And, Bill, between this season and last season, the Browns are 6-4 and four in games which Watson has started. And that includes last week against the Colts, where he only played in the first quarter. By yourself, the Browns regret the fully guaranteed contract oh. they gave to Sean Watson. Bye. And I'm... Bye. I'm going to lean into something that a buddy of mine said. I know he's on a different radio network now, but but... We used to have Brady Quinn on the show all the time. And I'm a big Brady Quinn fan. As a guy, I just like Brady. He's a really good dude. And one of the things I like about Brady is he will tell you what he thinks. doesn't mean he's always right, and that can offend people, but he's on it. He's direct, right? Honest is different than accurate. I'm sure you saw that he said, got into on Twitter with um, Deshaun Watson's trainer, if I can sum up his perspective, is Deshaun Watson made all the money and doesn't care anymore about football or about winning. And let's say the, the the quiet part out loud. Brady Quinn is a former Cleveland Brown. You don't think he's yes. tapped into that organization? You don't 100%. think he's talking to people? 100%. And he's from Ohio. He's from that area. Buy or sell, you think that's a legitimate criticism? Buy. Can I, give, give me a buy, too, please. Buy. Absolutely. Uh. Absolutely, dude. Like, good for Brady. You're not above criticism because you're successful, rich, famous, athlete or not athlete, right? Just that's part, it's actually the opposite. You get more criticism, you get you get more scrutiny, 
the more successful and important to something that you are. And if you're a $250 million guaranteed QB or whatever the hell Deshaun Watson is, not only are you important to the Browns, and the, that's real money, you're also important to an entire fan base who roots for your team and an entire group of sports fans like us who are going to scrutinize your team, even if we're not fans, per se. Get used to it. All right, Bill. And speaking of the Browns here, there were some questionable calls down the stretch of the Browns-Colts game last Sunday. And this week, Colts owner Jim Ursay took to social media and said, quote, The NFL admits and understands that they did not make the correct calls at the end of Sunday's Colts-Browns game. I believe we need to institute instant replay for all calls, including penalties, in the last two minutes of all games, end quote. Bill, buy or sell you like Jim Ursay's idea. I am so, I'm singing DuckTales and I'm agreeing with Jim Ursay. Bye. Bye. Something's gone very wrong here. Yeah. Yeah, the technology, there's so much on the line. And the thing about the NFL, I think more than maybe any sports competition on earth, is how thin the margins are game to game and season to season. And I mean that by in every game the margins are thin, and so are the margins often in the postseason, home field advantage, especially now. It's Remember, it's only one team in the AFC and only one team in the NFC the last few years that get that bye, which is significant. Why not? I Two minutes, every play, two minutes, two minutes left. To me, whatever the delay, it won't impact the quality of the game because the tension has ratcheted up so much in the last two minutes. I think you're willing to sit through it in a way maybe you wouldn't be five minutes left in the first quarter, and it's annoying. All right, Bill. Michigan State's Title IX office has found it more likely than not that former football head coach Mel Tucker sexually harassed anti-rape activist Brenda Tracy. The report also found that Tucker provided no evidence supporting his claim that he and Tracy were involved in a relationship. Tucker, of course, does have the opportunity to appeal. Bill, buy or sell, this is the outcome you expected in the Michigan State hearing. Yeah, I mean, I think, look, by organizations protect themselves, sure. Does this change my perspective on that controversy? No. Do I know who I believe? No. Do I think there are legitimate questions in one case and accusations in the other? Yes. Can both Mel Tucker's version and his potential victim's version be the same? No. This is the sort of ugly reality, the gray areas of this thing. But nothing about this situation has changed for me because Michigan State had a resolution to a hearing when they know they're going to be sued into oblivion by Mel Tucker. All right, Bill, let's get to some hoops here. Hoopier than thou. In his Celtics debut last night, Kristaps Porzingis finished with 30 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 blocks in Boston's win over the Knicks. Jason Jason Tatum led the way with 34 points and 11 rebounds, while Jalen Brown only took 11 shots and had just 11 points. Buy or sell that Kristaps Porzingis is actually the second most oh. talented player on the Celtics. You're doing uh you're doing brown dirty, huh? Just asking a question. Wow. Talented. Talented. Use that word on purpose. What's interesting about hoops, I think, in a way that's not true for any other sport, even say playing quarterback in the NFL is, is height is a talent. It's an inherent physical advantage. What you make of it, you know, is one thing, but there's another thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy. I buy. If Porzingis had played 80 games every game of his life, he would be a top 15 player in the NBA, and he'd be a max player. 
and he'd be the best or second best player on a championship team. So I don't think it's unreasonable. Maybe you could say it's in the margins. I'm not a Jalen Brown hater. His game needs to evolve, obviously. Be great if he uses his left hand. I still think he's a really, really, really good player. But yeah, and it's an it's one game. It's a really interesting look at the gamble, and I think it's a gamble Brad Stevens took with the Celtics to really revamp that entire basketball team. Porzingis is a big part of that. There's no guarantee he's healthy for the whole year. He hasn't been much of his career, but if he is, that gamble could certainly pay off. And look, I don't think I'm a Jalen Brown hater, but he's not worth that contract, and I don't think that him and Tatum as the one-two combo were ever going to win a championship. Buy or sell, you've ever not completely telegraphed your perspective in buy or sell. Sell. I mean, it is funny because... I am who I am, man. I like I'm not, I Look, again, I was going to get you my front page story to, to, to celebrate this. Like, buy or sell, I've had how many... I've had, I've had Adam Klug, Stuart Kovacs, Tom Benedetto, now Rome's executive producer, and you as full-time producers, and another guy at another place... To bring him up, and so a bunch of fill-ins. I've always done this segment. You're the only person where it's basically I should change it from buy or sell to desell steak. Buy. It should be buy or sell. You agree with me? I didn't say it. You did. <laughs> no, you say it every day, and I like it. Bill, let's stay in the NBA here. Now, according to Woj, the Clippers, who are the only team that have shown any real interest in James Harden, are stepping back from the Harden trade talks now that their season is underway. Buy or sell the 76ers need to be the ones who are aggressive with the Clippers to get a hardened trade done. Sell. I mean, like, the thing is, you, they can't be aggressive. Sell. Because they're not willing to pay the price. And if you go back, you have to lower your price, and the price isn't high enough already. It's their catch-22. I'm going to give you, we were talking earlier, what to call a, what to replace the must-win game term with. I'm going to give you one, and then I'll tell you who came up with it. You ready? Don't look at Twitter. Don't look at it. Could be Twitter. It could be your wife. It could be. It could be anybody. Ready? Got it. Okay. Buy or sell. You like can't lose. Which we already have from somebody else. Sell. All right. Tell that to your boss, David Marinick. <laughs> Did I? Uh, I hit the sell button. I hit the, uh, the buy. buy. <laughs> Ooh, no. my finger slipped. It just slipped on the mouse. It's really the mouse's fault. It's not my fault. I like can't lose. I, I don't. I don't hate it. Yeah, but let's let's uh, let's hit that buy button again. <laughs> buy. I'm not really sure. Uh, technical glitch there. Can you just push the buy button for I'm a good guy? Buy. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I thank agree you, and you. second that notion. All right, Bill. <laughs> can't believe you did that to me. Speaking of the Clippers, talk to me. They spoiled number two overall pick Scoot Henderson's debut last night. L.A. beat Portland 123 to 111. Kawhi Leonard and PG 13. I like that nickname, oh, by the way. I don't. I hate it. <laughs> combined, combined for 50 points while Russell Westbrook had 13 assists. Scoot Henderson had 11 points, three rebounds, and four assists in 36 minutes played. But he went 0-3 from downtown. Buyers saw that 19-year-old Scoot Henderson looked like he belonged in the NBA last night. He, he was awful. Uh, sell, he looked like he belonged. Sell. Sell that I think it matters. Sell. One game. And I think a little context, right? On top of his first game and all the pressure of replacing Damian Lillard, on top of playing a Clippers contending team. Now, I don't think those guys are going to be healthy. They never are. But if they are, that's what they are, right? They're really good. They're really talented. Russell Westbrook is his hero. Like, that's his hero. Your first game in the NBA that counts, you got to play against the guy that you, like, you, you look up to and had posters in your room. I get it. All that, put all that together, nervy game. 
And by the way, shame on me. Scoot Henderson, I knew it when I said it. Not the number two overall pick, the number, number three, three overall pick. Yep. It's okay. I wasn't going to correct you. See me? Bill, I got a chuckle out of this one already. It took the right. Chicago Bulls all of oh, yeah. <laughs> one game to hold a players-only meeting after they were blown out last night at home by the Thunder, 124-104. to The Bulls were in the play-in tournament last season after finishing the regular season 40-42, and which was good enough for ninth in the Eastern Conference. By yourself, the Bulls should be good enough to compete in the East this year. I mean, sell. Give me a break. Sell. By the way, there's sort of a growing thought that maybe it'll be Chicago who get desperate and make overpay for Harden because there's certainly a world where Harden gets in the playoffs. And teams always operate not in their best interest, but the best interest of the people calling the shots, right? Trying to keep their jobs. That would be such a weird roster. I know. I love it. Bring drama. Very weird roster. I think at that point, look, if if you're willing to bring in Harden, just tear it down at that point. I'm going to make a statement. I want you to buy or sell whether it's acceptable. I am so put out that Chicago, the Bulls, are not relevant. Because as someone who covers the NBA nationally for CBS, I like to go to Chicago. I like the food. I like the city. I think it's obnoxious. They don't give me a reason to go to Chicago. Bye. I was just there. It's a fantastic city. I would love to go back. You were there. You rented a car. You drove around. Thank you for bringing that up. It was well worth it. Money well spent. One more NBA question here, Bill. The NBA will return to an East versus West format for the 2024 All-Star Game in Indianapolis. Buy or sell East versus West format is the best format. I love your questions. I don't do this out of disrespect. I'm just going to re I'm going to reformat your question and ask you. I know or, you love the All-Star Game. You Buy or sell anyone cares. And I'm an NBA insider. Bye. Really? Somebody out there. Maybe it's one person. Somebody cares. Okay. You got, you got me on a technicality. I just, it's the best format. I, I mean, buy or sell, you know, room temperature water is better than room temperature water plus or minus one degree. I don't care. Do I have to, I have to answer questions? Uh, buy or sell is the best format. Yeah, could hit me. I knew this question was going to go this way. It's part it's of the reason just, why I wrote it. I don't. Here's the thing. That, uh, the game is so bad. And I, I probably because I have to go to it. Every I, I haven't gone last. I've tried to get out of it every year. It's stupid. Give me your ticket. Give me your media credential. I'll go. No, you won't. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know not. what? I'm not going. I'm out. I think it's an in. I, is it in? Is it in Indianapolis this, this year? This question was two lines long, and I have Indianapolis in there. Yes. Oh, yeah, you just say Indianapolis. Sorry. One of my shortest compl- questions I've ever written. I totally zoned out the minute you said the NBA will return to East versus West. Because I knew it was. I just completely, not even zoned out, I, I, I saw red. I Donald ducked this thing. What? <laughs> quack, 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 I'm mad. Okay, cool, we get it. I've seen this for 70 years. I'm not even 70 years old. It's been going on forever. It's I time for No oh, Context Buy or Sell. Buy or sell that Dusty Baker is an all-time great MLB manager. I love that question, actually. I'm going to buy that. Buy. Hard for me. Not a great run with the Cubs, but what a legendary career. Obviously got his World Series. Was that last year? Obviously got his World Series victory last season. 2021. 21. Yes. They po- lost last year. Post-COVID. Yep. Not but not COVID. Yeah. I kind of. Yeah. Celebrate the man. Celebrate the man. All right. Um, what a show we've had. And we still have a segment left. Pretty exciting stuff.
aquatic like animals, talking yeah. about urgency care games, a lot happening here. By the way, that is uh, Adrian in Maryland, and I think that's the winner so far. To replace can't lose, or sorry, must win. Now it's like, oh, scramble my brain. I think the urgency care game is the best term I've heard. Plus you throwing me under the bus to our boss. Like a lot happening on the show today. He respects your honesty, including your, I think, ill-fated and incorrect criticism of his perspective. Again, we need a new mouse in here. That That's what happened. We are going, oh yeah, that's right, you pushed the wrong button. Uh, let's get into this urgency care game for the Buffalo Bills and figure out whether they're going to the hospital or back home feeling better. We'll talk about that here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. Want to breathe a little bit, Ty? Bill Ryder with you here along with Pretty Daddy. Let it breathe, Tom. Sometimes you got to just... You know when you're cooking onions for, uh, you know, onion soup or anything else? you got to really let it... you got to go slow. You can't rush the onions. Onion burn. soup? Oh, I love French onion soup. Come on, man. Homemade, bro. Make my own stock so it tastes great. My daughter loves it. Onion soup? No Or a sofragie if you're making Catalan food. I don't, even know, sure what, you have. I don't even know what you just said. You got you to, gotta like, slow cook the onions, man. Just like you got to just, you know, sometimes just real slow move into this last segment. No comment. At Pretty Daddy CBS on the old... Uh, the old Twitter. The people love you, by the way. You're the people's champ. They really don't. I don't know why you keep saying this. They really don't. They are fans. Of who? Uh, of, you, of you. Not me. Of, of you, too. Peter uh, Engler likes Can't Lose and likes Urgent Care Game. Also likes the Bills 23-17 over, over Tampa Bay. By the way, that's a pretty. I think that's a pretty good guess on where this thing could finish. I think Buffalo probably wins. They're obviously probably going to win. They're eight-and-a-half point favorites. I think Tampa Bay can win the game. And the thing is, we've discussed a lot on the show what happens if in this urgency care game, the new term that Adrian and Maryland came up with, if if Buffalo in this urgency care game gets an evaluation that comes back, you're pretty sick, go to the hospital. You're in trouble. You're in the hospital. They would fall to, what, 4-4. Four and four. Is that right? Yeah, they're 4-3. and three. And if the Bucks get to 4-3, four and three, we haven't discussed how do you reevaluate Tampa Bay? And how do you view that football team and what they can do because I am with Ross Tucker. I, I'm not writing the Lions off. I'm not. They don't suddenly suck just because they got destroyed over the weekend. But you got some. They might straighten the straighten things out. But there's some rickety situations right now with the Niners. They have not played well. Brock Purdy's in concussion protocol. We'll see how Sam Darnold plays. All right. Obviously, the Eagles are very, 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 very good. But one of the two elite teams in the Niners, at least for the moment, are a little wobbly. The other team we thought might push into the elite, the Lions, uh, got down against the Ravens, whatever, 107 to, to nothing in like 13 seconds. That game was over in what felt like 13 seconds. Where else do you turn in the NFC for any team that you think is like a legitimate threat? And if there isn't one, 
if there's a lot of mediocrity, if there's a lot of question marks, why can't a team like Tampa Bay, if if things go surprisingly well, start to get it done? Now, one pushback is from from one of you on Twitter is that Tampa Bay couldn't get it done against a, a rookie quarterback in the Falcons, but but Atlanta's Atlanta's been kind of surprising this year. Like Atlanta's been pretty good. They lead that division. Why can't Tampa Bay win the division? Obviously, the Panthers are garbage, but the Falcons, the Bucks, and the Saints are all kind of in that same four and three, three and three, three and four range, Tom. And so, as much as we expect the Bills to win this game, we expected the Bills to beat the Patriots over the weekend, and they couldn't do that. And I think there's every—I mean, you can't be such a captive of the moment to believe that the Patriots are a better football team than Tampa Bay this year. I know anything could happen any given Sunday. It could be an anomaly. It's an, maybe an outlier what New England did. And it doesn't say anything about anybody, including Tampa Bay. But I I think Tampa Bay's got a puncher's chance or more. I know they've lost a couple in a row. So they're coming back to sort of where they're supposed to be. But they have some pieces and some parts that I think can take advantage of a of mediocre teams and certainly a really good team that is not playing well and, and is off is off balance in a serious way. If you are going to buy into Tampa Bay, and if even if they lose tonight but they play a good game and they give Buffalo a run for their money, if you are going to buy into what the Buccaneers are doing this season, do you then have to erase everything that we've seen the prior five seasons from Baker Mayfield? I know he's had some good moments. I know he's been in the playoffs. But the overwhelming majority of what we've seen has been Baker not living up to that number one pick. No, it's true. But, like, yes. But he, look, it's hard. I don't know. I know that's a really good radio take. Because the Browns were a mess. The Panthers, right? They were a mess. I mean, he's been places that have been a mess. Tampa Bay is a pretty good team. They've got nice pieces offensively and defensively. They obviously have a Super Bowl in the last few years. Those things can residually, I mean, the guys that were there went through that. It might be the kind of place that maximizes his strengths and minimizes his weaknesses. By the way, to answer my own question, I know most people would say the Cowboys. I'm just not. I'm, I'm not there for obvious reasons. I don't think Dallas is that good. At that level, Seattle's, I think Seattle's really interesting. And we'll see what they do against the Browns. In terms of like, who in the end of, because inevitably every year there are surprises. And yeah, sometimes the top or the second top team makes it, makes a run. But I can remember, this is probably why I'm always skeptical of Baltimore. I remember several years ago when Lamar Jackson won the MVP, they went, I think, Tom, 14 2, the Ravens, and lost their, they got the buy and then lost. My point is, Things are surprising. Things aren't what we think they are because the margins are so much closer than they look, even when you look at, say, a 6-1 and football team against a 4-2 and team. Why not Seattle as a potential surprise team and a good football? The Browns are a big test this weekend, but still, I, I, like, I like Seattle as a team to keep an eye on. I mean, look, that was the narrative coming into this season in the NFC. There was the 49ers, and there was the Eagles, and then there was everybody else. But if we're going to have questions about San Francisco right now with Brock Purdy and concussion protocol, then you have to elevate elevate somebody. So who's it going to be? There's limited options in the NFC, but you got to take somebody. So why not Seattle? Vikings, I'm not going to do it, but they've won a couple in a row. I would be faster to do it than you because I know how you feel about Kirk Cousins. People change, just not very often. The old people don't change is true, I think, 97% of the time. I, Kirk Cousins is not a bad guy. I, I'd be happy for, you know, maybe Creed is going to, oh, by the way, we were talking about Creed and Nickelback, right? And one of my colleagues, Jeremy, who, who works at CBS Sports HQ, is proudly from Canada. And you mentioned the other day that Nickelback was from Canada. Was that you? I didn't even know how you knew that. 
uh, because I'm a fan of their music. I yeah. I asked Jeremy to speak for all of Canada, and I said, do you claim Nickelback for Canada? And there's this pained, long pause. He put his head down. There was an audible sigh. There was a, a furrowed brow, and then he said, yes. Yes, I, we, I, in, in the whole, we do. Yeah, they've only been around for 25 years making uh, you know hit after hit after hit. Would you go to a Nickelback concert? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. All right, tomorrow we'll, we'll move from what aquatic uh, animals we are to what soaring, majestic flying animals we are. No, we won't. We will talk about this Thursday night football game. Thanks for listening. He's Pretty Daddy. I'm Bill Ryder. We appreciate you. See you here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.